0: Welcome to another episode of the After School Anime Club. My name name's Maxwell, and I'm one of your three co-hosts, chapter co-presidents even. And let me introduce you to the other ones. She is extra receptive to the spirit world. It's Stevie Matos.
1: Hello. I might be. I don't know. I think my nipples do get ne- ESPN or something.
0: <laughs> you never tested it?
1: No, never tested it. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> well, he has a nice egg to offer you in these trying times. It's Max Kostrak. <laughs>
2: This is the second or third anime that's featured an egg joke. Egg joke, And yeah. every <laughs> time I clip it.
0: <laughs> and last but not least, we've got another special guest with us today. She's the host on Unwise Girls and Dead Teen House Party, two other podcasts you might be familiar with on the Moonshot Network. It's Jacqueline Swampert.
3: Hi. Hello, everyone. It's me, Jacqueline Swampert. Hi, Jacqueline. Welcome! <laughs>
0: Um, so on your on your podcast, you're more used to talking about like uh, American young adult fiction, and we've brought you into the world of Japanese young adult fiction vis-a-vis anime.
3: It's true. I've never watched anime before, so I.
0: There's no way that's true. You have to. Yeah. Be it's not true. Okay, <laughs> oh,
3: thank God.
4: Okay.
2: <laughs> Future guest idea, Newland. If we can find someone on Earth who's never seen a <laughs> never single episode of anime. anime well, Let's that, save that for when we come back to Tenchi. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> God.
0: <laughs> Maybe.
1: <laughs> Depends on if we hate them or not. No,
4: nothing.
0: Really. <laughs> this is your punishment. Come watch Tenchi for the first time. Go watch uh, Tenchi. Jacqueline, it's just so gla- uh, great to have you here. Uh, I'm so glad you could join us today. Um, what is, what is Unwise Girls about? And what is uh, Dead Teen House Party about?
3: Well, when it comes to Unwise Girls, like you said, we do a coverage of an American children's media property, specifically the books of Rick Riordan, who people probably know from the Percy Jackson series, but we also cover all of his various mythology oeuvre. Mm -hmm. Um, On Dead Teen House Party, we're a little bit less... It's less kids, more teens, as we uh, take on the, the various slasher properties that feature, you know, mm. we got your Scream MTV series. And more recently, soon, we're going to be releasing uh, a trilogy of episodes on the Fear Street Netflix net, Ooh.
0: The Fear Street Ooh. Netflix series. I enjoyed those that one fun. quite a bit. Those were really fun. I'll be yeah. listening to those episodes.
1: That's exciting. Yeah. I, I enjoyed,
0: mind. not not to get too into it, but I enjoyed how, like, raw that shit got, like. There were kids yes. getting killed in that movie. Like yeah. it was good, definitely. They did not it's shy
2: away from kid
0: death. No, much like a TV show that we watch today. Hey, Yo! yeah, we got some kid death here.
4: Yo,
0: <laughs> I didn't know I was going there, but I found it.
1: I Thank did you. not watch that first. Hey, remember that time you go on to say things? Sometimes we have to watch that car crash happen in slow motion, and then yeah. Newland doesn't take it out.
4: I don't. Jack, I <laughs> Mad at
1: me! <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm back. I'm back, and I'm worse than ever. I had a week off to rest, and I could. I didn't talk. I couldn't talk. I couldn't actually talk for like Ooh. for like multiple hours at a time. I my tonsils swelled so bad I thought I had strep.
2: So it's oh got to come God. out. You have to let it out, and let the club, <clears throat> let the pod be the place where that happens, Stevie. Be Essentially,
1: yourself. yeah. Thank yeah.
3: you. Thank you. It's a so
2: so zero judgment zone. I promise.
3: I don't know about
2: that. Does we that are recording it. I trust it?
3: you. <laughs> it's like Planet Fitness. That's a judgment-free yeah.
2: zone. Yes.
4: <laughs>
2: and when yeah. you think about it, we are getting very strong, but just yeah. specifically in anime.
0: Different kind yeah. of strong, but yes. And now, to test that strength,
2: oh, I have no. a special game for you.
0: Because this is our first time in a while that we're on a new TV show. And what I always like to do with a new TV show is prepare... P- probably the most traditional game that Anime Club has. Okay. That's right, it's time for No Need for Trivia. Yeah! Woo! We're gonna learn! Gonna I fucking learn love today. it.
1: I did not fucking study. Let's go.
0: Okay. Yeah, Um, straight up and down. I just did t- pulled some stuff from trivia pages on Yu Yu Hakusho. Um, what I, some some stuff I had to go do in research for us. Some of the, I hope you will find this interesting no matter what. And I'm going to return to the old tradition of calling on you. Oh. I'll call on you when it's your turn. If you get the answer wrong or you can't get it, then someone else can steal.
3: Mm-hmm. Understood. Good? Love it. Sounds good. Sounds good.
0: uh, Jacqueline, I'm going to put you in the hot seat because you're our special guest today. You're going to get question number one.
1: (laughs) You can do it. I have faith in you.
0: These are all multiple choice questions to make it easier. Oh, Lord. Okay. One of the four main characters of Yu Yu Hakusho, we're getting a little bit out of ourselves, was originally planned to only be a one-off villain. Mangaka Yoshihiro Togashi was pressured to make him a main character by his editor. Which of the main four was this? Was it A, Urameshi, B, Kuwabara, C, Hiei, or D, Kurama?
3: I, so I don't know this, but I think I'm going to take the edu- educated guess of it. It's probably Hiei.
0: Okay. Your answer is C, Hiei. That's correct. Ding, ding, ding. Which one's,
1: which one's Hiei?
2: He, we have not gotten to Hia yet. He is the Okay. I, in the opening sequence he is the shirtless very short man with the sword. Yeah.
1: Got it. Okay. We're, That's what I thought. We was- may
2: not actually get to him in our in our in this season's collection Possible. of UU yeah. episodes unfortunately. Okay. And we'll get to that, yeah. but um we are going to have some fun.
3: Excited. He's a he's a little goblin and so I I just I was like this guy, this guy's energies had to be like People loved him instantly, so he had to be there.
2: He's He's got big, big Vegeta energy. He's 100% yes. like a Vegeta. Okay. Now,
0: it's funny that you should mention that. Okay, so we're going to go to the next question. Speaking of Hiei, uh, Stevie, this yes. is for you. Got it. He turned out to be so popular that he inspired one of the main characters of another more recent Shonen battle anime. And there's probably more than the ones I mentioned, but this is the one that I found. Can you tell me who it is? A. Trunks from Dragon Ball. Okay. B. Killua from Hunter x Hunter. C. Death the Kid from Soul Eater. Or D. Sasuke from Naruto.
1: I'm gonna. You said recent specifically.
0: More recent than you. More Yu Hakusho.
1: recent than Yu Hakusho Yeah, Yu Hakusho is yep. old, so that actually doesn't help me at all. Um, it does, but it doesn't. Right. Um, I'm gonna go with. Hunter by Hunter, because I don't know. So I'm going to just shot in the dark, (laughs) close my eyes and pull that trigger real quick. I have no idea. I've never seen Hunter by Hunter.
0: It seems right. It seems right. Killua is very Hie, but that is not the official inspiration. That would be
2: a wild inspiration poll since it would would be the same author.
0: Yeah, it's literally the same guy.
2: Because Yu Yu Hakusho is the spiritual uh you know prequel to yes. hunter hunter
0: indeed oh. so that one was kind of in there as a, as a special do, um can one of you steal from stevie yeah
2: i'll
3: take i'll try and take the steal is it is it sasuke
0: you are correct it's sasuke what, what? that's wow. two points for jacqueline swamper who is yeah.
3: sasuke
2: based off of in this case
3: he-, he oh my god can i say how i know this
4: how, how wow. do you know this yes jacqueline?
3: please it's because there's nothing that Hishimoto likes more than to steal from Togashi.
4: Uh, oh, <laughs> shot, get his fire.
3: shot, fire. <laughs> Sasuke is like Hiei plus Karapika from Hunter Hunter, just like oh, basically man. just taken wholesale.
0: Wow. wow. He really is very creepy. Oh my God, I never thought about it. Holy shit. Okay. Um, wow. Well, there we go. Okay, so Max, now it's co- your first question. Ready. The English dub of Yu Yu Hakusho shares most of its cast members across several other famous anime. Which anime on this list did not share most of Yu Yu Hakusho's Hakusho's cast? A, Dragon Ball Z. B, My Hero Academia. C, One Piece. Or D, Full Metal Alchemist.
2: Who? okay, I, I... I'm not going to give any hints to the other players because I'm taking a guess here. I've got a 50 50. It's got to be one of these. I'm gonna I'm gonna guess Full Metal Alchemist.
0: You're <laughs> correct. It's Full Metal
2: Alchemist. <laughs> oh, great yeah. out game there because I was I was stressed. Because I knew for a fact that, because, mm-hmm. um Chris Sabat is in this.
0: He is. So we've correct. got yeah.
2: DBZ. we've got, yeah, um, my hero. And yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I, I just nailed in One
0: piece. Chris is in One Piece. He's Zoro.
2: Oh, right. Oh. I always forget that because I never watched yeah.
0: the dub. <laughs> yeah. Man. Nobody ever watched the dub.
1: I was hoping you got strong because I knew it because I had just looked up yesterday who the voice actor was for uh, Yusuke because yes. he sounded like the guy who he sounded like the same guy for, from Gundam Wing. I thought he was Duo Maxwell for a second. And then I just went on the rabbit hole of actors. So I knew this one.
0: Ah! It's Justin Cook. And I have more to say about Justin Cook as we go on. Yeah. Good. Uh, Okay.
3: We're
0: We're back to Jacqueline. This is number four. Okay. While the North American dub did not Americanize the Japanese names of the characters in the show, the Filipino dub did for whatever reason. Can you guess what they called Yusuke in the Filipino dub? And you have four choices here. A, okay. Eustace, B, Eugene, <laughs> C, Uriel,
4: okay.
0: or D, Johnny.
3: I, mm, okay, I heard Eugene and I really wanted that to be true, but I think my, before you even started listing things, my brain was like, I would call him Johnny, so I'm going to guess Johnny. Okay. <laughs>
0: It's a pretty good guess, but unfortunately, it is not the name they picked in the Filipino dub. Uh, is, is, does anybody want to steal?
1: I mean, I'll steal for, for the for the guess. Is it Yurio?
0: Yeah. Oh, it's not Yurio.
1: Oh, no. Now, Max,
0: you got it's- a 50-50 I'll, I'll
2: shot take, here. I'll take the, I've got the 50-50 shot, and I'm going to go with what I, I want it to be in my heart. Uh, Eugene Show, my favorite anime. <laughs> yeah, it's correct. Oh, my God. <laughs> they call Eugene. <laughs> I was, I was like,
1: maybe, maybe we'll go for Uriel because that, because of like the way the Philippines sure. is oh Eugene. No, nope. Eugene. Eugene. Damn.
0: <laughs> like the, like the guy, did you guys ever see that episode of 30 Rock where there's the guy whose name is Eugene and he's married to a lady named Eugene?
4: <laughs> yes.
0: They yes. represent the wool council. Anyway. Um, <laughs> very just, Wool.
1: <laughs> Bad mouth, foul mouth, Eugene Hakusho. <laughs> Terrible. <kid>.
2: <laughs> <laughs> my favorite anime character is Eugene.
1: <laughs> Eugene Urameshi. That's his actual last <laughs> <ass> name. <laughs> Eugene Did you,
0: Urameshi. Did y'all know my name was nearly Eugene? Oh my God. Really? Yeah. Oh,
1: I'm so happy. Ooh, that would have been. Ooh. A, ooh. Wait, say middle name and everything?
0: No, it would have been Thomas Eugene. Oh. Oh,
1: Okay, well that's better. That would've been better than Eugene Thomas. That would've hurt. Okay,
0: sure, fine.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That would've hurt. (laughs) Uh,
0: Speaking of hurt, you're up next, Stevie. Damn it. (laughs) The studio that produced the anime for Yu Yu Show, Piero, was not known for shonen fighting anime at the time that Yu Yu Show came out what genre were they considered more competent in prior to this series's release? Is it A, Magical Girl, B, Mecha, C, Harem, or D, Isekai?
1: Ah, uh, I'm trying to, oh no. This feels like anime show history 101. I feel like I should know this, but I don't, I obviously don't. I'm gonna- You can
0: th- think about the designs in the show might get you there.
1: Yeah. I'm gonna i mm, I'm gonna go with Isekai, cause I yeah, saying <laughs> the designs feels I feel like there is some sort of phantom connection between this and Inuyasha, but I could okay. be wrong.
0: It's a miss, but Damn. does this show not open exactly like an Isekai? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it does! <laughs> <laughs> I got hit by a car saving
2: a child and got transported to the spirit world, and the king of hell is a baby?
1: Yeah! Damn! I am just wow I'm a big old goose egg today I saw
0: I saw some faces in the chat that made it seem like there might be a steal here
2: can I steal and guess uh harem
0: oh you're wrong (laughs) oh no he's gonna sweep in
3: I okay I was watching this and I was like some of these people look like Gundam people so I'm gonna guess Mecca
0: it's magical, girl, y'all. It, oh, they made shoujo really? anime. Oh, yeah. look at like the eyes and the hair. They made. Yeah. They were. They were very well known for shojo in the shoujo community. Um, okay. The producers were like, "We got to get a, sh- a shonen anime in here, so we can start making money." Yu mm. Yu Hakusho.
3: That makes All sense. Right.
2: And they changed the history of anime forever. Yeah. Somebody
1: does get an energy sword, so we know that. Yeah, doesn't so, like, make a connection. You know. There is mecha, there's mecha There is mecha connections, but there is a lot of energy fingers and stuff happening. So yeah. <laughs>
4: mm-hmm, That's mm-hmm. valid.
1: All right. I see it.
0: Okay, Max, anyway. somehow you ended up with both the voice acting questions here because um, I got another voice acting question for you. The Funimation ADR director for the series, Justin Cook, reportedly went above and beyond to help the cast find the characterization for their roles. In what way? Did he exceed expectations? A He had them measured and fitted for costumes that the characters really wore in the show b He flew in the original voice cast from Japan to talk about their character inspirations c He read all the bonus and side chapters of the manga and told the actors about the plots so that they could use that in their character development. Or D, he got in the booth with them and did all the moves. <laughs>
2: These are all great. I kind of wish all of them were true.
4: (laughs) Yeah. Um,
2: I want this to be true so bad that I'm going to guess A, costumes.
0: Oh, it's not the costumes.
2: Ah, okay. Too bad. Should have done that. Right.
0: (laughs) Stevie, you're trailing in points. Do you have a guess for this?
1: Yeah, I'll guess. I'll say that uh, he flew the original Japanese cast.
0: Ooh, another miss. Jacqueline, you can get one more point and clean this up if you want.
3: Ah, uh, i I think he, I think he did the moves along with them, right? <laughs> he
0: read all the bonus manga. <laughs> oh! oh, he went in there and he, uh, he read all the stuff that they did not get converted into anime because he was uh. like really into it, like as a fan.
2: Huh. That's really sweet. That's really that's cool.
1: That's cool, though. That's cool, especially yeah, in that era weird.
2: of voice yeah. acting, indeed. Mm-hmm.
1: For sure.
4: Yeah.
0: Well, according cool. to my calculations, we're ending on a tie, which means I get to pull my tiebreaker out. Ooh. Ooh. And so this is a Exciting. question for Jacqueline and Max. Okay. Now, what I'm going to do here, I do not have a, um, I do not have multiple choice for this. So when I read this out, I'm going to ask both of you for an answer, um, you know, when you're ready. And we'll see who's, who gets it correct. The show's voice cast was notoriously fluid with many actors taking up the reins of each character across the life of the franchise. What famous video game voice actor, known for his role in stealth action games, was the voice of Kurama in the first movie?
2: No way.
3: (laughs) What's his fucking name? Uh... I'm so
1: stressed.
2: I believe I know it. Oh my
3: God.
0: Jacqueline, where are you at?
3: I... I can't, I don't remember his name, but I could give a, I could give a very specific description, I think.
0: Okay, um, yeah, sure, let's, <laughs> let's hear it.
3: Is it, is it the protagonist, is it, is it, what's his name? The guy from Metal Gear Solid Snake? Solid
2: Snake? And Max, what was your guess? Is it David Hader? <laughs> yes,
0: both of you so are good. correct, it was David
1: Nice! Hader.
0: <laughs> Kept you waiting, huh? Who was unceremoniously replaced by...
2: I'll- I'll never give it up. Keith or Sutherl- Sutherland. <gasps>
0: Kiefer Sutherland. Some fucking what? some
2: idiot. Metal Wait, Gear Solid 5, never forget.
0: What? Yeah, they fucking what? they hired Kiefer Sutherland to play Snake in Metal Gear Solid what? 5 for some Bu- because reason.
1: Because of because of fucking dumbass, lame ass, ass 24? That's stupid fucking shit. I said it with my whole fucking t- I'm back. This is bitch. True. It's I said true. it with my whole fucking it. chest.
2: I'm on oh your side, you're Stevie. I'm just as that, mad.
1: That fucking f- Federal fucking masturbatory fucking show, <laughs> Kiefer Sutherland's twenty four on Fox.
2: David oh, Hater oh, can't wait to stumble into this big anti-war game.
0: <laughs> David Hater could be God. um David, tw- Mister twenty four. I don't know what the twenty four guy's name. Is. <laughs> it's Mister <Mr. laughs> twenty four. You got it's it. Mister
1: twenty four. That's all the respect it deserves. Mister twenty four. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Keith for Sutherland should have stayed in Lost Boys and Flatliners where he could shine instead of <laughs> yes. instead of moving on. Yes. Lost Boys is so good. What a good
1: <laughs> That's that was, his one, that was his one jewel in his whole crown and everything else, but that was a fucking co-op. I don't give a fuck. Keith Sutherland, I said with my whole chest. Let me get famous. I'll say it to your fucking face.
0: Damn. <laughs> We're airing out the dirty laundry on this episode of the <laughs> Anime Club.
2: <laughs> anime Club's official rival.
0: Kiefer Sutherland, you're on the list.
2: <laughs> Watch out. We're coming for you. We got your number, Keith.
0: <laughs> I heard somebody say once, this is the last thing before I move on. I heard somebody say once that Keith is like a stoner rewards program. This is the first time we've had a tie <laughs> winner that didn't get broken by the tie break. Um, I don't know what to do about that. I think I'm comfortable saying that Jacqueline and Max are both the winners. This week. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. we're digitally shaking
2: hands across, and <laughs> the confetti's falling.
4: Yes. Wahoo! Good job. Okay.
0: Wahoo! Wahoo! <laughs> and uh, now we're gonna move on and talk and uh, talk about anime. But first, I got to tell you about what happened in that anime uh, because we watched episodes one and two of Max Kostrak's Vanity Pick Yu Yu Hakusho, and this is what happened. <laughs> Episode one, Surprised to be Dead, opens the way all great stories do with the main character's death. It was already a pretty bad day for Yusuke. He's not welcome anywhere he goes, it seems, at school, at home, he even gets accosted by bullies on the street. And after kicking Kuwabara's ass for the 156th time, he meets the soccer ball kid who would change everything. Back in real time, he meets someone else too, the Shinigami Botan, who explains that, because of his good deed, nobody really knows whether Yusuke should be in heaven or hell. She offers him a one-time-only resurrection, if he participates in a trial. Our boy chooses to stay dead, though, until he visits his own wake and sees what a wreck his death causes for the people closest to him. Soon he calls on Botan to reverse his decision, and they're off to the spirit world. Episode 2, Koenma Appears, introduces us to, well, Koenma, the potty-trained baby prince of hell, who hands Yusuke an egg to take care of for a little bit. The vibes he give off will turn the egg into a spirit beast. Bad vibes mean the beast eats him, good vibes mean the beast helps him return to life. Step one though is to find his corpse and make sure it doesn't get cremated. He visits all his loved ones to try and transmit this message, but the only solution is to possess Kuwabara and drive him around like a stolen monster truck. After all of Kuwabara's enemies decide to settle their scores, Yusuke only has five minutes left to convince Keiko he needs her help it works somehow and Keiko reunites with Yusuke's mom who breaks the good news her son is already alive again and that's where we leave the first episode
1: i think what i like about yu-yu hakusho these first two episodes we get right to it we get right to the point yu-yu yes. hakusho wastes no no fucking time here we go you got it. you got it Indeed. this kid is dead like most of that first episode is just you know the whole day leading up to that opening that opening moment yes. where, where Yusuke is hit by the car. So it was like, but it was very much like, here you go. Because I don't think I had seen, I've seen episodes of Yu Yu Show, but I do not think I had ever actually seen the first episode. Same. So Same. 100% I definitely same. sat down with my chili. And I was like, chill. And I had my cornbread. And I was like, Whoa, hold on. We just killing kids? like the <laughs> Right off the bat?
3: Like, yeah. Billy.
1: Nearly, nearly ruined my couch. My couch is yellow, okay? There was, the chili was red. I nearly got it everywhere. Oh, oh no. God, no. no. It's fine. It's fine. I got Oof. all my pants. It's okay. I'm
0: sorry, no, Steve. Okay.
1: No, it's okay. I mean, it's, they're washable. The, the couch is harder to wash. It's also washable. It's <laughs> harder to wash. It's a no Just a little anime
4: mess.
1: Just a little anime yeah. mess. Just a little anime mess. We all do it it was
2: great. Real quick, (laughs) Jacqueline, what is your relationship with Yu Yu Hakusho? Yeah, you
0: you selected Yu Yu Hakusho when I was asking people what show they wanted to come on a guest for.
4: Okay.
3: Yeah, Yu Yu Hakusho. I don't have a big history with the anime, but I do uh, with the manga because I was a I was a Shonen Jump uh, monthly, I think, subscriber um when i was when i was younger so i would i it's not like i read all of it in sequence but it stands out the most as like just like the thing i would pick up in the magazine and i was like they're doing a game show this week i guess and i loved it (laughs) i I love it so much oh Uh, my
1: gosh jacqueline coming up here the the o the og the the (laughs) absolute just like the hard school from school of hard knocks but not really just like you know otaku Takoy life. I'm here for it. I appreciate <laughs> that.
2: This. That Shonen Jump history. Yes, and, um, S- Stevie, you had mentioned something that y- we really get into the plot immediately, and I found that so interesting because the energy I was bringing to this is somebody who has just finished binging like almost a hundred episodes of this anime. I, I finished the Dark Tournament arc. I'm into the next one. I'm I'm very far into this and loving it, and. These episodes we're going to watch, actually, I feel like, are not going to get to the core of the... It's a little bit like when we watched Sailor Moon, where it was Mm, good, it was entertaining, there was fun stuff, but we didn't meet the full cast yet. And so it feels strange. We're getting to the plot, but there's so much more that's yet Mm -hmm. to come. But from the
1: opening title sequence, it looks like... We're meeting like two thirds of our main cast, even more than two thirds, because I think at the end of it, we're only missing like two or three people out of like the opening title slides that we don't. That's true. Even just from these first two episodes. However, we don't get a lot of fleshed out information about Keiko. We have some, but you can tell what she's you know what she's for. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know what she's there for. So she ain't gonna be not shit, which is a bit of a bummer, (laughs) but.
0: (laughs) My is! Look, she's not gonna be not shit. That's how it is. We gotta gotta look clear eyed at this stuff, you know?
1: Look, she's gonna be not shit, okay? She's crying and asleep and everything. She's feeling tears getting wiped off her face. We know what Kate goes about, all right? She can smack hard, but that's about all she's about to be. She's about to be, you know, slim fast Bulma, and I'm not here for it, but it's okay. I'll live. Um, God. (laughs) It's
0: so true. It's okay.
1: It's okay. So anyway, so we meet we meet most of them. So it's it's interesting to hear you say that. It's still going to take us a while to get to the plot when we've got like half of the mm-hmm. characters done already. Because when we saw Sailor Moon, we only got three Sailor Scouts. Well, There's like eight that, of them. Off, that's right?
2: very mm-hmm. true. I think it's just when I look at the opening, like when we, and and mm-hmm. we'll we'll talk about the opening too, which is amazing. Oh, Incredible, but the right. opening oh. so clearly like highlights these big 4 the fighters yeah. mm-hmm. the these four members of the cast who are going to really um and not until a couple arcs in comprise like the main fighting force right uh and to not get any glimpse of Hie or Kurama in there is it's just very interesting like oh look at all these fun characters we will someday get to interact with
1: right yeah. oh my god that's right. Kurama that
2: mm, yes Mr. Rose. Yes.
1: Mr. Rose, yes. Our, our fancy anime mask. boy. Right, our useful tuxedo mask. <laughs> <laughs> I was gone for seven days. No. I'm locked and loaded. <laughs> no one Here we me. go. He faces at me like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> she to get sick again, I swear to fuck. No.
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> we do get Kuabara though and yeah. being the, being very very deep into the anime uh Kuwabara has a there is a very special little place little room in my heart where Kuwabara lives he is an incredible character yeah, he's
0: great i love him already yeah
2: he's cinnamon roll and his voice <laughs> yeah
3: Togashi knows how to write just like a goofball punk and he Kuwabara yeah. is so lovable even though he's also kind of a dirtbag. It's just great.
0: Kubar is like everything that I like in this type of character. Um, and especially when we learn that he is like, especially sensitive to ghosts. I think that's just a wonderful <laughs> thing. Um, you know, he is like, he reminds me of, um, do, you all know, do you all know the Travel Channel reality program, Ghost Adventures?
1: I've heard of it, <laughs> he, but
0: I'm not. Yeah, he's it. like, he's like a Zach Bagans type, you know? He yeah. is. He's got yeah. some of that
2: same energy. Um, and he's got the tickle, uh, which is very <laughs> important as part of that. The ability to sense ghosts and be chased by scary ladies in his dreams.
0: Um, It's really interesting to me that you all, that you, Max, say that this is like not, there's not like a lot in this. Because one of my first notes here is that like, there is some genuinely touching and emotionally effective writing and and storytelling in this first yeah. episode where yeah. like
2: absolutely yeah
0: we kind of do a it's a wonderful life in like the second that's exactly half of what we're episode. doing and we're stretching
2: um, it over several episodes sorry i did not mean that not a lot happens here i very much <laughs> meant that in the same like very much just I'm, I'm missing two of the boys. It's really just, I think, yeah. the actual comment <laughs> palette, that palette, I wanted to palette. lay out here is there's two boys that we still need and we don't have them.
3: It's so fair.
1: I will say when it comes to getting your your audience immediately up to speed with like what the immediate crisis is, the sense of urgency and like all that mm, stuff, mm-hmm. and not in a bad way. Yu Yu Hakusho is not designed to do that, but it does not do that as opposed to like Gundam Wing, where at the same time Gundam Wing has been a series that's been running at this point when Gundam Wing dropped, for at least five to ten years at this point because, like, Gundam Wing was not the first in that franchise. So, like... Oh, no. Oh, goodness. You know, so so people who are coming into it, they got to explain to you the stakes and the key players because that's that those have been the same stakes and key players for, like, three or four different series, right? As opposed to you, Yu Hakusho, <laughs> which is like, you got to care about these motherfuckers right now. So, like, that's not the structure. <laughs> but I feel you when you say that because, like, when we watched Gundam Wing, we got all five of the boys in, like, the first, like, ten minutes. So, it was like...
0: <laughs> yeah, they you, really want a lot of boys guys.
1: there's yeah. so many boys it's just, boys boys boys. i like no not lizzo okay anyway. I,
3: I think um, the, thank you w- w- yeah i think what this g- does <laughs> i think <laughs> sorry i Looking think what it. this gets to so well even though it doesn't get to all the characters very fast it gets to use case specifically so fast oh yeah like
4: yeah. I
3: think the traditional structure of this like you might see would just be like, OK, we see his entire day and then plot twist at the very end. Oh, he gets hit by the car. But I think the fact that the first thing, the very first thing you see in this show is him saving the kid. That's yeah. that's like immediate great characterization, because yeah, then you'll absolutely. see him. Yeah, you'll see the secondary thing, which is that he's a, a kind of a, a jerk. But
2: the, it puts you know all the that in context stuff. in a very different right. context. Right. If we'd seen him as a punk from the beginning. And then as a hero, it'd be very different.
1: You know, Once. I would have been on this podcast immediately going, well, you know what? I'm gonna I am going i do not know why he's the main character. Fuck them kids. <laughs> fuck them kids. Yeah, fuck them have been like why did he do this? <laughs> God damn it. Fuck them kids. I would have absolutely been on here like that. But what I am now, man, my notes. Oh well, it comes up in episode two, but my notes were like, oh no, it was episode one. <laughs> when uh Yusuke was like, Oh. It doesn't matter that I'm dead. I'm going to just stay a ghost. That's cool. I don't need my body back. I was like, wow, textbook depressed, are we? Damn, son. Like (laughs) Your mama's a whole alcoholic. Because I was right. I was like, why is this kid so bad? You find out he's a middle schooler?
0: Yeah, uh-huh. and he's and got the reputation fighting.
1: he's got one he's already fighting but two people, like grown up adults are scared of this kid like yeah. how you 13 how many people have died by your hand or that? Like, <laughs> sounded like me like stabbing kids in math class and stuff yes I did do that I did actually stab a girl oh my hand. god <laughs> in the fourth grade she made f- I'm bad at math she made fun of me there was a lot of personal oh, stuff going on but this was this was back in the day when you thought that lead pencils were made of lead
0: yeah so it would really she hurt thought Give them lead
2: i'm gonna poison. fill you full of lead and then you pull out a pencil
1: i mean yo was medical. i got her right here i got her between the little bones
2: it's still there to this day i bet
1: i, I don't know that i don't remember that girl's name why she's gonna hear this podcast be like i never forgot
0: <laughs> this grudge is not running particularly deep as it turns out
1: anyway but anyhow all that to say this kid has a huge reputation like known for being mm-hmm. bad, all this other stuff so we're like so it makes, makes you go, "Well, damn, why he save this kid if he's apparently such a horrible person?" Or you're saying he's really not that bad. Y'all don't know y'all obviously are a system or you know what, mm. an environment that he's in mm. that doesn't ask about him as a person because then we see right. that his home life kind of sucks. His mom doesn't seem to care about him. She's probably she it seems like she might have a drinking problem. I'm like
0: Seems like some, some really well, intense it, shit with his mom, by the way. Like it, yeah. way more intense than I thought was gonna no. be.
1: I was like, oh, oh, the mental shit is genetic. Got it.
0: And I gotta <laughs> I gotta to hand this. it to like, um woo! Meredith McCoy, the voice actress who plays Atsuko. Um I mean there's like I like I mentioned there's some heavy shit in these first two episodes. Yeah um she does an incredible job and so does Chris Sab Chris Sabat as uh as Kuwabara. Mm-hmm. Um just yeah. like literally like the fact that he is dead is not like a joke in this. Like he is no. dead, and that is huge for the people in his life. He's yeah. dead and he's ready to go to hell. Yeah, well,
1: We're just a- or just to hang out. No, he's ready to yeah. just hang out and be a ghost. He's ready to be able to do whatever the fuck he wants. But then it was like, you can go to hell and get eaten, and it'll be horrible, and you can get eaten for the rest of your life. He was like, "Um, I'm 13. Can we please like, turn up the fuck back? Okay? <laughs> like, he was like, I'm a minor.
0: <laughs> There's this great scene where Botan is explaining to him that, like, we don't know whether you should go to heaven or hell. And that's kind of what's going on here because you actually made things worse for the kid is the funniest. That that is like so hilarious to me. Like that twist, the kid, uh, according to Botan, who knows everything, uh, you know, the the driver would have swerved and avoided the child, which means that the scrapes and bruises that the child got from Yusuke pushing him out of the way are actually worse than what what the child would have suffered if Yusuke had not gotten involved at all.
1: Can we step into the Botan zone, though? Can we step into the yeah. Botan zone? okay. Because Botan, botan Opening is the, the best. Botan I love Botan. The best. Yeah, I do. Botan. Can we talk about how Botan just casually just, just steps on the neck of Urameshi this entire episode? <laughs>
0: yeah. Like she doesn't look get away with anything.
1: Casually just cuts this boy off at the knees constantly. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn, she does not miss. She's like, you want to see? I know you're already a dead body, but you want to see another one? That's Botan. <sighs> All the time. She's so
3: good. She's so good. <laughs> the line in episode two when she's like, he 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 for a second, he's like, Oh, it's too much. I don't care anymore. And she's just immediately there with the oh, look at my impression of Yusuke.
0: I'm <laughs> <Yes>! burning. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. She's great. And okay, this brings me to another note that I had, which is that this okay, I'm not used to this. Um in a lot of modern anime, the the subtitle and the dub. Are very close like we 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 translate we tend to in the modern paradigm translate um t- for understanding for context rather than like just literal translation mm-hmm.
4: um
0: that was not the case when this came out. I had these subtitles on they are very different from what oh. the characters in the dub are saying and I think the way that the 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 genius thing that's been done here is that certain lines have been transcribed to give you the same vibe as they would have given a Japanese listener listening in Japanese. So like there are times oh. when Yusuke is saying shit like, well, you're an ugly motherfucker and I don't care, but that's not what he said. Like he's saying something that's relevant to the scene. Like he's actually answering somebody when they ask him a question, Um, mm-hmm. like the teachers in the, in the like mugging scene, he actually yeah. answers the guy's question. Whereas in the English version, he's like, well, you're ugly and you shouldn't talk. And I think it's supposed huh. to illustrate yeah. like the fact that, in Japanese, there's a lot. There's a lot more variance in terms of like formality and what's polite and how you conjugate yeah. your verbs and everything. And so instead of just translating him being like kind of shitty, they like just lived. It. So what would a shithead kid say in America? Basically? Yeah, yeah. So this
2: is the difference between true like one to one translation and localization. Actually, yeah. bringing something into the 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 cultural uh, context of what is being said
1: yes it happens
2: a lot in this show very i like
1: it though like i like yeah it's it's so good to see because it helps you because it one it for the i i personally feel like when it comes to like i okay just to i keep comparing other animes but thankfully because we Done this so many, and we have, we have a lot. Here, we have a lot of arrows in
0: the quiver for that.
1: We really do, and it's also they're so varied in the way that they were dubbed, and that they were subbed, and yes. that they were localized. Yes, it's actually right. really cool to be able to see this difference between these these shows that we honestly have. We were we're going to see in a ten year period, which honestly is actually really close together. That was a lot of shows in that short amount of time that came over to the states. So anyway. All that to say it's a difference between like Tenchi, for example, and Yu Yu Hakusho, because I feel like Tenchi did a lot or or even the Deke Dub. Let me let me get even more uh even more general. The Deke Dub of Sailor Moon, where yeah. it was just like one, they edited the like edit local editing aside, that was localized. Um, local editing <laughs> <Yes>. aside <laughs> very, differently,
0: very different perspective on localization <laughs> very different
1: perspective um, versus like that that actual like dubbing versus, versus Yu Yu Hakusho mm-hmm. where it's like they're just trying to get the point across they're trying to move the plot mm-hmm. along in Sailor Moon they're trying to make sure you know what the fuck's going on because they, they are simplifying it you know for the audience whereas <laughs> Yu Yu Hakusho is like we're not simplifying it we're going to make sure that all of the same beats are there we're going to make sure that like you know the same you know all of the characterization and the story itself in as original as we can comes all the way over you yeah. know like yeah. that's what i think is really cool about that
0: cuz what's yeah, most important like, is how you feel as the yeah, viewer
1: yeah exactly yes yeah. thank you did you get the yeah. vibe
2: of these characters right i think yeah. right. is important yeah. mm-hmm. coming back yeah. to like the the um uh the voice acting thing with justin cook like bringing in like you have to embody these characters. Here's all the shit that they do.
0: Yeah. Here here are all the mm-hmm. things that we're not going to cover, but that are still important for you to know because there is important stuff in the bonus chapters. Like
2: Yeah, it's the full context of the character.
0: They can be like yeah. the most fun chapters in the whole thing. And you don't like right. that's why I don't I don't like to this is a small soapbox. That's why I don't like to get on the I used to be very like anti-filler when I when mm-hmm. I was younger watching anime, but now it's like That's that's character moments. Like this is important stuff. This is like history. Um, Yeah, you know it matters to the characterization. So sure that the it's not always the most fun to watch. Sometimes it's bad, but you know you're still getting character moments. Still, I would
1: also say that sometimes a good I like good fillers. Better than bad fillers. And that, there, oh, I feel sure. like there's a big distinction. Because, like, for example, Naruto actually had some pretty good fillers. Mostly because all of those fillers happened within the world, in my personal opinion. So, like, for example, in the first, like, season or whatever of the first Naruto before Shippuden, the little kids had, like, the newspaper business or whatever, the newspaper thing. And, like, they would interview people in the town. And then it actually wound up coming full circle. And it wound up becoming, like, a plot thing in, like, Shippuden later. And I was like, okay, see, that's yeah. cool.
4: Like, yeah. I like it when that happens
1: in, like, one-off, like... Then the rabbit goes on an adventure and like it's like it never comes up again. It's not it doesn't really exist in the world, like it doesn't really matter. Like, I don't like that because that's a waste of my motherfucking time. And I could be doing anything else, like <laughs> sleeping.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: So yes, some filler is good. Absolutely.
2: Absolutely. I think important. I think in a, a blanket statement any blanket statement on filler like that, you're bound to to get in trouble because. Yeah. Anime is different from manga. It's an adaptation, oh, yeah. and those yes. these liberties are gonna be taken. And yes. obviously there's the whole timing issue to be dealt with. So I feel right. like um filler is a land of contrasts.
1: That's valid. That's
0: valid. I have a note that I want to share with you all. Please. And I just don't know what to say about it. And I don't <laughs> know how to explain it, but there's something kind of Simpsons about Kuwabara. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah,
3: that that is a that that is an apt
0: comparison. That's really deep. I don't know. There's like the way they draw him, the way they animate him, like there is something very- There is, <laughs> you're right. Oh,
2: you said it and it immediately, like it shot me through the heart. I was yes. like, I just sit back and think about this. He's
0: kind of yeah. like Sideshow Bob a little bit. <laughs>
3: <Ooh>. <laughs> yeah. No!
4: Yeah!
3: Everyone in Yu Yu Hakusho is on like, Level like two cartoon Kuabara is like a like on level four of a cartoon <laughs> character. He's just more of a cartoon character, yes. per cartoon character.
0: Hundred percent. Um, the legendary oh, Chris Sabat. I mean, enough cannot be said about how so tremendous good. he does in this. Yeah, what a voice yeah. for Kuabara! Right.
2: I I love it. Like I never, not one time in watching so many episodes of this, did I ever get tired of Kuwabara no. being on screen. No. no.
1: The the magic of Kuwabara talking like Yasuke, talking like Kuwabara. Yusuke Dude. <laughs> oh,
2: my God. Yes. Talking like Yasuke talking like In Kuwabara, episode so. two, the yeah. ability, like, this isn't some, you know, body swap plot from, from season six. Episode yeah. two, you're this character, but you're possessed by this character. <laughs> Go.
0: Well, okay, so I have to imagine it helps that the guy who plays Urameshi is the voice director. So like right. yeah. Justin Cooper was yeah, there to right. say this is how Yusuke would say it. So yeah, so give me true. your kuwabara impression of that. You know?
3: Speaking of Kuwabara Amazing. impressions, does anyone have like a pocket kuwabara impression? Just like <laughs> no
2: way. In the room. <laughs> I could not please, do it.
1: Please, please, please. please Why
0: are you asking?
1: Please. I don't
0: know. Please, 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 no, one, please, please, no, one, please. Uh Urameshi I- 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 uh they didn't give. They, they didn't have any chocolate milk at the cafeteria. Oh, no. There you go.
1: Thank you. It goes directly into your reel right now. It goes directly into your reel. I don't give a
0: fuck. Okay. It goes sure. directly
4: into your reel.
0: Uh, thanks for that tee up.
4: <laughs> so good. Of course.
2: Can we enter into a new character zone? Because there's no one yes. I really, really want to talk about. Yeah, and it right. is Koenma. <laughs> <laughs> this character, oh <laughs> to preview a little bit into the future, is going to be, you're going to see a lot of this baby.
4: Yes.
2: Uh, this this baby very much takes the, like, audience role uh, once this... they get into big fights. Okay. So
1: good. I'm. This is the one baby who does not get a fuck them kids. <laughs> Mm,
2: yeah. Great. Okay, wow. That's, wow, that's great. Wow, that's that's meaningful, Stevie. That's I'm that really surprised. Yes You carved out a baby, little exception.
1: Yes, cause that baby grown.
2: He's royalty. He's <laughs> that he that is over a hundred years old.
1: <laughs> yes. Uh, the like only time baby the grown. only
2: acceptable use of child who is actually a hundred years old.
1: Yes. Cause you know what? When you find out how old that baby is, you're like, oh, your daddy still won't let you have a cigar. You're too young for a cigar, but you've seen stuff. Like, these are the kinds of kids I like. The number five ass motherfuckers who are like, fuck (laughs) you. I'm older than you. I just age better than you. And that's why. Stevie, have you seen Hunter Hunter? No, I have not. That's why I got that answer wrong. I don't know Hunter Hunter.
0: You would I think you would like (laughs) Hunter (laughs) Hunter.
1: (laughs) Oh no. Why are you saying like that?
0: Oh, just I mean, the main characters of Hunter x <laughs> Hunter, that's why.
2: And God. same author here. So my yeah. plan is actually, I'm going to finish Yu Yu Hakusho and then okay. move directly into Hunter x Hunter because I've only Got seen it. pieces of it.
0: It's, this, it's so, so good. good. It's incredible. If it, go. if
2: it is an extension of what Yu Yu Hakusho is able to do with its fights and its lore and its characters, oh, yeah. and, and that is what I, how I understand it, that I am like extremely hyped to get there because we're, we're not going to get too deep into it in these six episodes, but the way they run fights in this, like the big, like arc ending fights in this Mm -hmm. series is um, more people should be copying it. I think. Okay.
0: Okay. (laughs) Well, look, I got to admit maybe this knowledge was like buried deep in my brain, but I didn't, I didn't realize this was this crossover. Was happening? Like I didn't know that this is the same author that we're talking about for both these shows, and like it's kind of incredible because. uh, So I only have my first impression of Yu Yu Hakusho, which is extremely good. Like extreme. This is like some of the most fun I've had watching anime in a long time, which Mm -hmm. is crazy because I don't know. It just feels insane that I have not that I missed this boat. Um, That's
2: how I felt. This is why I went through 70 plus episodes of this. Because, <laughs> like, it's just good. over the course it's, of a couple of weeks, it's, it's kind because of I was like, how did it I is. ever miss this?
0: Um, yeah. And Hunter Hunter is one of my favorites, like, all time.
2: Yes. I know people are go wild over it. So I'm so excited.
0: There is a like thoroughness and a thoughtfulness and a like intelligence in the storytelling in Hunter x Hunter that comes through really, really strongly. And I'm already seeing some of it here. Like the plot about needing to save Yusuke's corpse from cremation because he has to hatch an egg on it. but first of all, <laughs> the the here's an egg to take care of, which is like I don't know if they do that in Japan, but that's like classic middle school high school home ec class. Yeah. In America?
2: Did you ever have to do that, Jacqueline? Take care yes. of an egg?
0: <laughs> I definitely took care of I an didn't egg. get
2: this project.
0: Now see, all- by the when I was in middle school, they get they had robot babies that they handed out to us, and the oh. baby would cry, and you would no. have to take like a little yes. key and insert it in the baby's back, and you had to hold it there for a given amount of oh, time. Yeah to like simulate that some babies need attention more than others. No,
1: yes, I, I did. I did, We had those in school, yes. Weird they had shit. The, the ones that the babies who cry. I did not do home ec. I was not. I would have drowned it.
3: Yeah. We, <laughs> so it
1: I'm a- fit to mother.
3: We had it for a biology class. We didn't have we 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 were in a school with the money for a ba- for robot babies, but we did have customizable eggs. Um, nice. And I just, I've locked this memory. Like just like people drawing them with Sharpie and stuff. And I do remember just like yeah. the day before it was due, everyone was so nervous. Like, oh god, I don't want to drop my egg in the hallway before class.
2: Oh god, you're right up to the finish line. Please don't kill this baby.
3: Yes, baby. This unfertilized uh, baby.
2: I only ever had to do an egg drop, which feels like if you put it in the context of taking care of a baby, is pretty rough.
1: <laughs> like, th- wait, an egg drop? That's like not an the thing.
2: You, that, that was a, that was, no, that's a very different project. It's a physics wait, project where you have to like, yeah. drop the Hold egg on. off a building and make sure it doesn't break. But uh, we didn't have to pretend the egg was a baby.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this feels very indicative of all three of us. This is actually quite funny because you're like egg, but also robot baby. You're like physics. And I'm like, P.E.? Egg run?
2: Oh, <laughs> with spoon the and egg the spoon? race?
1: Yeah, the spoon and egg race. I'm thinking, I'm thinking like. I love spoon it. and
0: egg race. <laughs>
1: Just that was very all was those really
0: cool serious. games oh, we played okay. before PlayStation.
1: Wheelbarrow races. I still love wheelbarrow races. I think they're quite fun. Stick and hoop. Man, stick, stick and, and hoop. hoop. Wow, the I hell, that shit is. I actually know how to play that game. My grandmother yeah. lived in a very poor part of Eastern Kentucky. Whoa.
0: All right, yeah. I didn't even know we were going to go there today. Wow, that's what you learn yeah. when you're in an Anime Club.
1: I mean, hey, <laughs> the, uh, at least three of us are from the Appalachians.
0: That's true. This wow. is true. Yeah. Jacqueline, are you from Kentucky or the Virginias?
3: I'm from Oklahoma. Oh, Sorry, oh, it's different slightly. That's pretty. That's pretty much flatter world. than yeah. the, the Appalachians. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the
1: Appalachians. So, but still, yeah, it's like
2: smoothed anyway. out.
1: Just, Flat Kentucky. Flat Kentucky. um,
2: (laughs) Can I pull out my. uh, (laughs) Um, uh, Can I pull out the big uh, new and I knew you always cover the voice acting stuff. I want to talk a a little language for a minute.
0: Oh, yeah. Um,
2: The first one I want to drop in here is I love Koenma simply for his name, which does just translate to baby king of hell. Enma, yes. is, Enma is equal to Yama, so any DBZ okay. f- fans, uh, those are the same. It's the same set of characters and everything. Uh, and Ko is just child. So it's child king of hell. He Also, he has the symbol on his hat that is king, and then junior underneath it, which yes. is God. in English, just junior. JR, which JR. is very, very God. funny. <laughs> the other language thing here, though, that was really interesting was the episode title. So episode one is Surprised to be Dead. That one is actually pretty accurate. The second one is just shortened to Koenma Appears. But the the Japanese title, you can see it on the screen, is it's very DBZ style. It's two sentences or it's like two phrases. And it's uh, Koenma of the Spirit World, Trial of Resurrection, is like how I would translate that. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Which is very Dragon Ball Z, like the one line, two line. Um and i one- I'm wondering if and i'm gonna i'm gonna do this as we move into three and four and five and six if that pattern continues yeah and that is <laughs> what we're looking at
0: uh I am just looking at them right now on Wikipedia, and yes? it appears that there yes, there is a difference between the, the the American translators were like let's just cut these in half <laughs> many interesting, reasons. huh. There, there
2: could be many programming reasons for that too
0: sure
1: yeah for sure yeah it's
0: it's a lot to put on the tv guide yes that's true on the, t-
1: the note that i wrote oh no this was a man i was just look i okay this one i did not realize i wrote and i thought that i was coming in hot today no i've been spicy since yesterday
4: My <laughs> <laughs> um
1: i said nice to see that yu yu hakusho was dealing with non-consensual possession before ww 84 Oh, that's 84. right.
2: Oh god. <laughs> for oh, Wonder I didn't Wonder see that, that one.
1: 84. Well, that's essentially what happens. It's non-consensual body possession for essentially Yucky. two hours. Yeah, it's it's a thing. It's yeah. bad. And then unfortunately, sorry, I actually I like the action in Wonder Woman 84. The story was really meh, and I really felt as though Kristen Wig and uh Kristen Wiggs, uh what is it? not cheetah yeah cheetah cheetah yeah Yeah. cheetah deserved a way better origin story for the for the film franchise than she got so like that's that's all that was my thing i didn't know they were putting
0: kristen wig in superhero movies
1: yes it is good for her yes it's kristen yes it's kristen wig it's kristen wig so essentially yeah spoilers but essentially what it is chris pine died Chris Pine died, Gal Gadot's immortal, and the only thing she wants is for Chris Pine to be undead. So essentially, she puts his spirit into some random dude's body, and then it's Chris Pine for a while. But the actual good subplot is Pedro Pascal's an immigrant, and he just wants to achieve the American dream, and he's the one who becomes the supervillain, but he does the monkey's paw situation. So you actually care a lot more about Pedro Pascal, and you're like, he's not even in the movie. You that always
2: is.
0: do. I mean, yeah, he just invites that <laughs> he's he's our daddy. Pedro Pascal told us that
1: he's our daddy. Can I say, so... <laughs> it, I,
0: I did watch that first episode of Last of Us. I have not played the video game, so I have no attachment here. I've
1: seen Pedro so
0: Pascal it. gives me the vibe of like my cool uncle. So it oh, is yeah. weird to me <laughs> to see him in the context of like a serious man who's like dangerous or whatever, like.
2: Okay, I've I not was,
0: watched it, but I cannot imagine him in that role. Yeah, he just seems that. like a cool guy. You
1: know? No, hold on. Did you not see The Mandalorian? No, he's very much that it. vibe in The Mandalorian. He's very really. Much that vibe he in is, the but he's behind
2: a mask for ninety-five know, percent of it. So it is ver- a very different vibe when yeah. he takes it off. Um, they then manage, I think, to do a pretty good job with it. But like, look at him in interviews and stuff. He's very much. I think his new he one. is. Like you know? He seems yeah, like a sweetheart, you know?
0: Yeah, he's a, really a big nice
2: sweetheart uncle.
0: Um, yeah, yes. he seems like he would give me a GameCube at my high school graduation, you know?
1: He absolutely <laughs> would. 100%. Very cool. I just, I do love that tick that, like, I don't know if it's a TikTok sound or if it's just like that one Instagram reel where he, like, looks at the camera and he's like, yeah, he's a daddy, but I'm your daddy. Yeah.
0: He knows what to I'm do with uh, like, the oh, platform, you, are you know what
1: I'm saying? yeah. He's so great. No, I do. I love Pedro Pascal. When you, before you said "cool uncle," I had a minute. I was like, "I'm Game of Thrones." I was like, "No, that's cool uncle behavior." Oh shit! Game, of Thrones. Like Game, of, Thrones. Game of Thrones is is
0: yeah. There is like Arthur. a hey kid. Let me tell you a story. When I was when I was younger, I used to be an actor. You know, <laughs> to bring this back around to Yu Yu Hakusho, we do know that there is
2: we do know that there is a live action version of Yu Yu Hakusho in the works right now. Oh
0: yes, I heard about right. that. Who
2: would Pedro Pascal play? in this live-action version.
0: Koenma. Koenma.
2: Easy. Co-en-ma. Co-en-ma. Easy. Co-en-ma. <laughs> really? <Co-en-ma. laughs> and Co-en-ma. he's a CGI baby or... No. No. No, no, no. It's no, just... No, no. F- it's they they do the Hobbit, like, uh, sort of no, camera no. trick with him behind the desk. No, no, no. Yeah. no. Okay. Pascal, I'm getting nose.
1: Regular size baby Regular. Hat. And he doesn't, he doesn't suck the pacifier. He chews it. He chews it like the butt of a cigar. He <laughs> okay. just chews the pacifier the whole time. It's I'll one watch classic this. The plastic ones, the silicone ones. He just chews it all the time. <laughs> and every once in a while, he'll pop, he'll pop it out of his mouth like it's a bubble, like a bubble gum. And then he just like reforms into the shape of a, a pacifier. And then he just like chews it back in like it's a piece of gum. He's always working. It's like that. <laughs> also, he was in the first season of Narcos. Also, the same vibes as Last of Us.
0: I'm looking at the production stills of this live action Yu Yu Hakusho. Oh no, Um, how does it look? I've
2: not. I've only ever seen the little teaser poster they put out uh, with the finger guns, which we haven't even got to in the show yet.
0: No, we haven't even gotten to the finger gun. gun. It's pretty sad. All of these young men are very beautiful, and that's fine. But. (laughs)
2: It's it's very sad. All of these young men are very <laughs> beautiful. Very beautiful.
0: Yeah. Well, you know what I mean. Wow. Like You look at Kuwabara. Koua- okay, like yeah. you tell me, that's a face that's going to go into modeling. You I, know what I'm saying? Like he he's a very unique looking guy. He's very obviously drawn to he be. You should that get right. a real weirdo for that role. Yeah. 100%. yeah.
1: Kuwabara is the original handsome Squidward.
0: Be nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
4: <laughs> wow.
3: I think even am I wrong? A,
4: you're right. No.
3: I think even getting a straight-up handsome guy for Yusuke is kind of wrong. Like I think he has to yeah. be like he has to be a little bit rough and and like kind of like there's a there's a squartness about him. But mm-hmm. Yeah,
4: it's true. Yeah. It's
3: true. They're,
2: they're punks, right? I think that yeah. The, yeah. especially as we get into some of these later episodes, the fact that they are middle school punks is a defining aspect of these characters. Yeah. <laughs>
1: right, right. I feel this is like, the ultimate. I feel like, like Yusuke has to be like Squirty. Like he's a kid that like would get mad if you called him Squirt. Like that's yes, the kind of, yeah. Like, vibe
0: Elric he's. vibes. Edward Elric yeah. vibes. <laughs>
2: what if middle school like you know gangsters basically um, yes. fought hell? <laughs> it's like it's really it's it's so good. Like to take these characters and to put them into a like life and death. Yeah. Energy spirit world battle setting.
0: It's kind of okay. like it just works. It's kind of like yeah, when Ryan does. Johnson made the movie Brick and it was just what if film oh, noir happened yeah. in a high school.
3: Right. I
2: forgot about
0: Brick. If oh y'all haven't seen Brick, God. it fucking am, kicks ass. Uh yeah.
2: Wow. I, I am I'm writing this one down. There's a yeah. scene
0: where the main character gets called into the vice principal's office to be told that he's a loose cannon and that he needs to cool his jets. <laughs> like it's really <laughs> fucking great. And they, the script you, if you didn't know this was, if you couldn't see that this was high school students with your eyeballs, you would read the script and be like, Oh, this is a hard boiled detective story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh.
1: I love that. I love
0: that. We, before we wrap, we
2: should- um, I have.
1: Oh, are we gonna are we gonna not talk about Keiko? We can. I we, know have to, we have
2: know to. We have to talk comment. about Keiko for a minute we because I, I I feel like we have to acknowledge every time this happens. Um, there's there are a couple of moments in these first two episodes that made me go, uh, uh-uh. um, <laughs> no thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you. Don't, don't, yeah. it, I, I literally and uh, this is the physical reaction I have every time this happens in anime. I I like just sort of sadly like whisper at the side of my mouth. Don't do that. <laughs> like, don't, don't make it that way. Uh, and it is Yusuke. The first one is he, he lifts up Keiko's skirt, and this I is like his weird lace. flirty bullying thing that he's doing. And uh. the second one is much worse, where he is inhabiting. He's driving the the Kuabara rental car, which he is beat up and banged <laughs> into several different brick walls, and like so this this beat up, bloody, bruised monster. Stranger. Strange, yeah, stranger. Thank you. That's the that's the most important aspect here. Stranger (laughs) is like, I know how to get this girl's attention. I will sneak up on her and grope her. Yeah, and that will get her to recognize me. And it and it
0: does. It works. That's the most fucked up part.
3: He probably could have just talked to her, and she would have been like, "I'm Yusuke," and she would have been like, "Oh, you're Yusuke." Considering how she reacts.
2: She yeah. does. She specifically calls out the way you talk. I know it's you. He didn't need to I do know. that first part.
3: No. <laughs> no,
1: And also because she just she was the first person who was obviously readily accepting of seeing signs mm-hmm. from him. Right. For yeah. the last scene that we just saw with her being asleep. And then like he's like, I'm going to group her. That's the thing. And I was just like, the only recourse for that is that any time he tried it, she was it was immediate retaliation. However, if there was no apology. Therefore, nobody was going to learn a lesson there. However, oh, oh, I hated that for her. You hate to see and it. I also, yeah. Yeah. I hated that for her. And I, I also hated that that's like the most character development we're going to get out of that gal. Mm. Yeah.
2: Because
1: she deserves more because she's obviously clever.
2: We but will get know. more. Uh, Go ahead. further down the road. This is not Keiko is not a one-off character. We are going to see more of her deep deep into the show. Um good. Oh, that's good. Is but, she more
1: of than a cheerleader cuz she's definitely in the cheerleader position right now.
2: Uh spoiler zone a little bit. She doesn't like develop psychic powers. She's not one of the main fighters but yeah. she gets more involved than you know but she's a cheerleader yeah you're, i mean uh, i'm not going to i'm not going to sugarcoat That's it right. she's on That's the sidelines right. yeah she does some funny and cool and interesting things but it's very right. much a cheerleader situation
1: yeah.
2: it's fine it's the 90s is it <laughs> is it stevie <laughs> it's not, not anymore. fine
1: it's the 90s yeah it's not fine at all it's a
2: resigned fine it's
1: yeah fine it's a- I mean, truly, to be black on Maine, it's a truly deep Negro sigh on this first day of Black History Month, but it's fine.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Thank you for bringing that in.
4: You're welcome. It's true. We got to get oh. more cultured
0: on the show. But last thing, note that I have this music, you guys, is like some of the yes. best music I've ever heard in it's anime. It's so like, good. I was crazy wow. into Tenchi soundtrack. This is like coming up easy second for me. Like some of this stuff, it's this opening theme is so funky. The slate. I never bass, skipped it.
3: They somehow managed to like the one instance of we translated and, and dubbed the opening and it's still just as good. If not, maybe yes. better. Yes. It's, it's so good.
2: It grows on me too. Like the more I listened to it, I was like, Oh my God, this is actually like, it's extremely relevant to the show. It's a banger. And yeah. It, it got me in the mood for this show. It, I loved it. Yeah. So,
1: this was the one thing I remembered from you, Yu Show.
2: <laughs> you said core memory just... on Discord. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah.
1: I'm, I'm truly, a, my mom has called me a walking radio my whole life. But, like, that thing came on. I was like, <gasps> like that. I mean, it was the Raven Simone gift. <laughs> just like the that's oh, so Raven eyeball. Like, I was just like, oh, I remember this. Like, it was just the whole core memory was unlocked. Wow. I was jamming on that couch. I was jamming. It was so good. Yes, both of these, and they're oh, they're bops. Yeah, timeless. Yeah. Like a yeah. good, a good mashup between R and B and city pop. If you don't get out of my face, like God, it was. It's oh, thicker than a snicker. I'm telling you, it's so good. It's so good.
0: And the this extends to the incidental music also, like just the songs that are playing over the course of the episode. Mm-hmm. I gotta download this stuff. I mean, you're gonna hear some of it as you're listening to the podcast, but like this is. Really, really good. Like on so a level good. that we have not heard on this show in a minute.
1: No, what you don't you didn't like that you could see that you were a pioneer. Just for
0: I didn't like that. I know y'all liked day. that, but I did not like that one. It grew on me by the end, but no.
1: Contract, <laughs> lean back. Not, not no, not a fan.
0: <laughs> and then, hey, listen, you know, like uh Full Metal Alchemist brought some hit, brought some heat too last yes, week. That but was wow. Good. This is like right in that period of time that I'm so fascinated with that like yes. late 80s, early 90s music in Japan, really good stuff.
1: Yes. I told you that The Weeknd stole Midnight Pretenders, right? What? Not stole. We obviously had to pay money for it. But there's a song called Midnight Pretenders, which is also the song um, Out of Time on. So essentially Out of Time on The Weeknd's most recent album is literally Midnight Pretender. Like oh, same shit, key dude. and everything. Same wow. key and everything. Obviously must have had to pay for it, duh. Um, for it to not get RIAA'd. But um it uh, it's same key and everything. It's just
0: Are you talking about Midnight Pretenders by Miss Uja?
1: Yeah, I think so. Pretty sure. Huh. It's the this same one. It's a good track. It's really good. And yeah, if you go and you listen to Out of Time, it's the exact same song. Hmm
0: well you know sampling sampling is a i gotta imagine if you're getting sampled a lot that's a pretty good sign for your music
1: has anybody noticed that we are so old that the stuff that we grew up with is now being sampled because i hear it a lot it hurts me (laughs) okay
0: (laughs) i got that feeling for the first time when i heard that song (laughs) that sampled the fucking numa numa song that was what? like top yeah. 40 in the US. Did Costrack, you, you didn't know about this? No, I
2: don't listen to anything top anything. I, I listen to fucking anime soundtracks. <laughs> I'm showing my ass here. You did so good,
1: though, last uh, week. You did so good last week. I was going <laughs> to with you. You were right a lot. I was proud of you because I was like, because when when Newland said Ban for Life, I said, oh, Costrack's not going to do
2: well.
4: And then
0: he, said, <laughs> he never <laughs> does, but he pulled it out. <laughs> Yes. Somehow
2: um. <laughs> you you managed to hit the realm where I was listening to anime music videos, I think is actually what you did.
1: It was so good. I was like, oh my God, Kostrak is blowing through. Anyway, what you So yes,
0: anyway. this was a Rihanna song that came out um, about a decade ago called Live Your Life. Yes. Um, okay, so sorry, it's a TI song featuring Rihanna, but yes. they literally sampled Dragostadente de um, oh my better God. known as the Numa Numa song in it, mm-hmm. which made me feel like I was really losing it.
1: <laughs> the one that young gives young me person. the biggest get off my lawn energy is the, I think it's a David Guetta song, the I'm good. Cause it's literally I pull 65's blue.
3: No. yeah. Yeah.
1: And this is so, and it's the same key in everything. And it's literally like, like instead of I'm blue, da da die, it's like, I'm good. BB Rexa.
4: Oh, Oh, I've heard that.
1: Yeah. I'm like, no, that song is about depression. Don't you try to make that shit happy?
0: It's literally the opposite. It's literally (laughs) the opposite. How dare you?
1: Uh, I have a blue house with a blue window. Blue is the color above it I wear. Yeah, I had that album. What?
0: You might find yourself. <laughs> this is not my beautiful blue house. <laughs> this is not my beautiful. The
1: beautiful blue wife.
0: That's the, that's <laughs> oh, Avatar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <That> <laughs> Do we have anything great. more to say about Yu Yu Show? What have we missed? we?
2: No, I'm just ready. Yes. I'm just so excited Jacqueline. to watch more of it,
0: Jacqueline. You sound like you were saying something. What
3: do you have? I've blubbered like a. I've I've seen this first episode like a four or five times. I blubbered like a baby for the first time on this watch. I used oh, to I was crying.
0: Wake. I was legitimately crying. Like they, this got me. Yeah. When Kubarra busts into the funeral and he's like, I'm, "You ass," like that got me. I had seen one scene with this guy.
2: Yeah. That's how strong his characterization is. Yeah. Kuabara, yes. like I said, in my heart.
3: Yes. I
1: was just like, that and then his mom. Yeah. Like nothing, nothing breaks me down more yes. than like a like a parent getting set. That was and yeah. then the principal. The principal. Like The, the principal. principal.
0: Yes.
2: yes. Mr. Takanaka.
3: I think he's the Dragon yes. Ball narrator.
0: He well, his name is uh, Bryce. Oh, I forget his last name, um, but he, yes, he's the narrator. He also voiced Captain Ginyu for a little bit. <laughs> Hell a yeah. Really weird moment. I for just
1: want to call out how Jack Wood is the true scholar. It's a true scholar. You it's just true. knew that. You were like, this is the
3: devil. He damn. just sounds like him. <laughs> I, the two voice picks I got in this were, oh, the principal sounds like the Dragon Ball narrator. And oh, the mean teacher sounds like the conductor from Bacano. Uh, That Those are the two Whoa. calls I got.
1: That's so specific. That's a poll. Oh my God. I watched can it you guys,
0: Can you guys guess who Justin Cook, uh, Yusuke Urameshi's voice actor, played in Dragon Ball Z? It's a side character. I would say like third degree side character. Very important in the beginning of the show, but then I, okay. nowhere. I know no it's won't say. It's Raditz, Goku's brother. That's right. Oh, Raditz?
1: Raditz? Yeah. I read this and I was like, I just saw this. Wow.
2: Now, I know I he also yeah. plays Kirishima in, yeah, that's his in big My role Hero, which is a, yeah. a great role. Mm-hmm. But man,
0: Raditz. He's very talented, Justin Cook.
1: He did a, he's done a lot too. Especially yes. he's produced a lot too. He's yes. done a lot. Yeah. He's brought a lot of stuff over.
0: Incredible voice cast in this. Uh, can't say it enough. Like um, Yes. You, uh, Atsuko, uh Yusuke's mom, that's Android 18, folks.
4: Yes.
2: She's
1: That's nice. why her voice sounded so familiar. Mm-hmm. Okay, yes, okay.
2: She delivers some good lines in this episode too, and she's she like really a, a strong. Like, wouldn't a strong man not get killed by a car? I, I'm butchering the line, but yeah. oh my god!
3: I genuinely, yeah.
0: Yeah, go I mean, ahead. I was okay. there for her. Like, I can imagine this hitting very differently if you're 14 versus like as a yeah. 32-year-old watching this and being like fully in mom's shoes rather than use case, yeah. to be honest. Like yeah. watching her go through this is like horrifying in the way that I think they wanted it to be. Because mm-hmm. it's
1: like, because we didn't see her between him coming home from school when he no. wasn't supposed to be at school and then this moment. Yes. So when you see her not in funeral clothes... You see her looking like she didn't move from that spot, and everything's happened around her. Like she just happened to be regain consciousness and was like, "Oh, I'm out awake now," because she's been stuck on the whole concept of my son is dead for probably 24 hours. That's wild. It's just like, very
2: real grief. Yeah, yes. It, it, yes. it did not pull any punches. No, no. And it, yeah, it was it was heartbreaking.
0: They got power out of that. The really one good.
1: that really got me was Keiko because Keiko was talking to them girls and them girls had all those rumors and she was like, he doesn't have a lot of friends. And they were like, Woo! and she didn't get to explain that she was his only friend. Yeah. And so when she's like upset the wake, I was like, oh, yeah. really,
0: I sad. really hope they continued. I've, I've just, I have, I, this gave me so much confidence. Like, I'm so confident. The writing in this is so sharp. The characterization is great. I cannot wait for more. Yu Yu Haga Show. Mm-hmm. Max, I'm so glad you uh, decided to make us watch this show.
2: Yeah. I'm, I'm glad I've watched so much of it, and I plan to just go back and pick up where I left off <laughs> <laughs> probably <laughs> tomorrow. <I'll cry. laughs> this has got me back in the zone.
1: Let's go. I love it.
0: Bell means this week's meeting of the After School Anime Club has come to a close. It's been a pleasure hanging out with you. And if you'd like to follow us online, you can at Anime Club Pod. I'm on Twitter at Max Newland underscore. Uh, Mr. Kostrack. where can people find you on the internet?
2: You can find me uh, on Twitter. That's it. At Max
0: underscore attacks. Boom. And Stevie, how about you?
1: You can find me on Twitter and Instagram under the handle Ace Mattering on both platforms.
0: Jacqueline Swampert, remind us one last time. What what do you do on Moonshot? What kind of works do you have that you want our audience to find?
3: Well, you can find my uh, Percy Jackson reread podcast over at Unwise Girls. You can find uh, the uh, Slasher rewatch podcast I'm part of at Dead Teen House Party. Reminder that we are coming out with a new season soon, so that's going to be super exciting. Yes. And if you just want to hey, find yeah. me, you can find me at Swampert on Tumblr.
0: Uh, no new reviews since last time, but the perennial rule is in effect. If you yes. leave us a five-star review and it passes muster, I'll read it out loud. And maybe I'll do it in my Kurama voice next time. <laughs> <laughs> Kuwabara. Yes. Sorry, that's different. Oh.
2: Extra motivation.
0: <laughs> now, I know that Kuwabara is kind of a chicken head, but you can't li- <laughs> have any of that chicken headed shit in there.
2: If you can leave a review as Kuwabara but no chicken-headed shit, you're gonna have a good time.
1: I, that is, that's truly a review that, that passes and cuts the mustard. Whoa! You said mustard, not mustard.
0: Well, we can have both. We can have it both ways. Thanks. To me, that's a more. Uh, and again, we're so <laughs> glad we got to spend this time with you. <laughs> Thank you for listening, and we'll see you at the next meeting.
3: Jen, hey, Jacqueline. What do you think the most significant YA book series like the 2000s to the 2010s is? Oh,
0: definitely The Hunger Games.
3: No, no, I mean like- Like, uh, Twilight. Twilight, that's the best No, no, I'm talking about the Percy Jackson series by Periordan.
0: Uh, I've not heard of those. If I wanted to listen to a funny podcast about those, what would you suggest?
3: Well, I would recommend Unwise Girls, which you and I host. This is a podcast where we reread, analyze, and frequently joke about the books of the Rick Riordan-verse, and we see why people call these the best young adult magical series of the
0: 2000s. And we always take time to declare which characters are canonically, factually, not cis-head, because Rick Riordan is not the boss of us.
3: Listen to Unwise Girls every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by the Moonshot Network.